0: Okay, everybody, let's take it from the
1: top. To all who comes to this happy place, welcome. Hi-ho, foolish mortals, and welcome back to Disney Plus Us, the weekly version of the show where each week we're taking a look at an episode of a Disney Plus exclusive TV show. There's so many great shows on this streaming platform and we're going to be going through a bunch of them episode by episode hanging out having a good time of course i'm one of your hosts griffin to Griffey griffy d-pad and with me as always to share in the ghost hosting today mr mitch george how are you doing
0: uh i'm doing great i love this attraction i love this show i love this i i just love this i'm i'm ready let's go
1: yeah, uh, I freaking love Haunted Mansion. I put, I'm put i wearing a Haunted Mansion t-shirt right now, completely unrelated to us recording today. Oh, you're not wearing your flannel? No, well, okay, first off, I'm wearing a flannel, I'm just wearing a different flannel. Oh, um, you're not wearing your Haunted Mansion-themed flannel, I get it. No, here's the issue. I sit in a gamer chair all day, and it gets sweaty, and I don't like wearing that flannel when I get sweaty.
0: You know what, that's fair. I, uh, it's, it's definitely starting to feel like Christmas in Canada, because it's getting cold real quick.
1: Oh, the things I would tell you if I could. But I can't because of NDAs. Anyways, yeah, we're taking a look at Behind the Attraction, the 7 Buck Productions documentary series about a bunch of different stuff at the Disney parks. This week's episode is all about the Haunted Mansion. Um, what an improvement over the Jungle Cruise episode, first off just maybe it's because of the story of Haunted Mansion is so cool to me. And there's so many different versions around the world, but like this, I had so much more fun with this episode.
0: I I think the other thing too, at least when it released the show released, I think a week or a few days before the jungle cruise, live action film starring Dwayne, the rock Johnson, who's also behind seven bucks productions. That episode felt to me more like an advertising mechanism for the movie. Whereas this felt I mean, akin back to our conversation we had all the way back when uh, you first had me on the show about the Imagineering story, uh, this felt like it was selling the parks, which I I, I need, just need to do more of this because even leading up to us recording this show, we were just, you know, catching up offline or outside of recording. We were online because, you know. <laughs> world's on off fire, and we live in different countries and time zones, and all that stuff is hard. Um But I was talking about how I want... Like, I just finished watching the episode prior to our recording, and immediately went to Disneyland.com, because I want to book a trip to go to the park, please.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, um, it's so good. Like, it makes me want to go back, even though I was just there. And yeah. that's not me rubbing it in your face. Like, it's literally like a, I. Unabashedly love Disney. It's one of those things of I have gotten so much crap for it. I am fully, in a Disney adult. I have accepted it. That's me. That's who I am. Guys, I we I host a Disney Plus show. Of course, I'm going to say
0: the reason we found each other is we are both very much Disney adults and have come to embrace that. And I think a lot of the the nuance of this episode, some of the interviews that they have with. with Leona Toome's daughter, with uh, Rolly Crump, like there's a lot of really good insight. Yes, some of it is retreaded from the Imagineering story, but if you watched that show when it first released on Disney Plus way back in November of 2019, right? Was it November?
1: Sounds uh, that sounds when, right to me.
0: When did Disney Plus launch? I think it was November. We should it know this. November. We hosted Disney Plus show.
1: Well, just Either look at way, the first when... episode of
0: the show. I could, but I'm also filling time so I can Google that.
1: You know what? That That's fair. That's fair. Yeah.
0: Uh, e- either way, there, there were a lot of stories being told here that retread ground from that documentary series, but I feel like the, the nicest thing about this versus that, it was November 12th, 2019. I got the month and the year right, so suck it. <laughs> the nicest the day, thing... Though. Sorry?
1: You didn't get the day.
0: No. I said November. Close enough.
1: Okay. Uh,
0: the... The nicest thing here is while that focused on the, the journey of imagineering of through the years, how that back grew and evolve each one of these episodes is presented in such a way that it follows a specific feature of the parks through its entire lifetime, through its initial con- conceptualization all the way through to newer versions of the ride, reskins of the ride in, in the various Disney parks around the world. And I feel like the haunted mansion is such an interesting story of it being, the first major attraction opened after the death of walt disney that it tells a very intriguing tale in terms of how they were able to even get this thing out the door with things working and with things not working looking at you hat hat box box ghost if i could speak i would i apologize
1: i think one Um, of the coolest things to me about this though is we we're doing that thing that we you cannot do. You have to do with this episode where we're comparing it to Imaginary Story and the stories that are told there, because you know documentary yada yada yada. The documentary for Imaginary Story talks about haunted mansion and talks about it specifically in the Imaginary lens in losing Walt. That is their focus. This is that's not the focus here. The focus is like this conflict of the of the ride, whether they're going to go the scary route or the silly route. Or this, frankly, hilarious story about all of like the animatronics and the test stuff and the janitors. Like, This took everything that people love about Haunted Mansion and brought it front and center for its, what was it, 35 minutes?
0: Uh, 35 before credits. I think it was 42 by the end of it, but that's not taking into account uh, credits. I think I think the other thing, too, with this show in particular in in comparison to the uh, the imaginary story is just the idea of the presentation style that the Nacelle is it Nacelle or it's got to be Nacelle, right? Um, Nacelle, the production company behind. Yeah, the production company behind uh, the toys that made us the movies that made us the the presentation style and the way that this show is is presented to the viewer, I think really fit the vibe of like the, the comedic aspects of the way Haunted Mansion is presented to us as an attraction. And to your point from before the dichotomy of the ride and talking through the idea of, you know, making it scary because people like to be scared and making it fun and jovial and giving it that killer soundtrack to, to this day is one of the most iconic you know, songs and all of Disney and then to up at a level from there where they realize with the, uh, with mystic manner that ghosts don't make sense culturally in that setting. In I want to say Shanghai Disney, right? Is it Shanghai or Hong Kong?
1: It's Shanghai.
0: I just watched it. I should know. And I Seriously feel bad that same. I don't. Oh uh,
1: yeah. With mystic Manor.
0: Yeah. With mystic manner. It's Hong Kong. Hong Kong. I was close. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the idea of Mystic Manor having to be totally different, but still a a version of the original idea of what the Haunted Mansion could be in a Disney park, only reimagined for a specific culture. And then on top of that, doing original music from Danny Elfman, one of the most iconic, I would say one of the most iconic composers of all time.
1: Yeah, he's up there for me. Like, it's, the, the music that he makes for these rides is Oh, absolutely amazing and it takes roots from one of my favorite movies, The Nightmare Before Christmas like, it, it is made for nerds like me and there's just so much thought and love put into it, you know
0: yeah, and I think yeah, there's it's it's just, there's something about this attraction and it, it hits for everyone it's not too scary for young kids, but it's not too childish for adults to appreciate the humor the like for me the biggest thing about riding this attraction the last time i was at uh, walt disney world resort in orlando is the engineering behind it and this was before uh the Imagineering story or behind the attraction so i didn't know a lot of the intricacies but just as someone who's been interested in engineering um more on you know software and digital side of things but just under trying to understand how things work and not knowing how they're doing things, having it feel like magic, but knowing there's engineering prowess behind it is what's so impressive about this ride. And they definitely dig into a lot of those technical achievements that they, uh, they were able to, uh, put out with this ride throughout this episode.
1: So do you know the, the thing about the haunted mansion track in Disney world?
0: Uh, the song or like the the physical track? No, like track.
1: The, the physical track.
0: I know it's all above ground, whereas a Disney land like land is all below ground and world is all above ground okay, because of the water table.
1: I'm about to blow your mind. Google right now the Haunted Mansion track at Disney World. Okay. Uh from like aerial view. Uh it's shaped like a goofy head. No. <laughs> like it's it's not like a perfect one for one. That'd but be it's, really it's hard a to a do. But it's goofy. it's it's goofy wearing a hat. I mean, this no. is something that like their their tour guides actually like will point out once in a while. This is an actual uh, thing.
0: I don't see it. I I get it, but I don't see it.
1: Yeah, it's I I see it. You know, you got the nose there, the ear. I I'm realizing this sucks for audio listeners. A hundred percent. There's no one. There's nothing but audio listeners because this is an audio only show. So I'm gonna stop this bit this for bit. now. But yeah, Haunted Mansion easily is one of my favorites. It's one of my friends' favorites. And it's all for different reasons. I think that's one of my favorite things. Like, for me, I have friends who love it for the spookiness. For, you know, you, won't, you look up at the beginning of the ride after, you know, the room opens up, and there is a man hanging from the rafters. Like, that is terrifying to a child. Um, something that, if I'm... I'm willing to admit now. I did not notice that there was a man hanging from the rafters after that scream for a very long time. (laughs) Yeah, that I don't.
0: So I've only been to the world twice, once as a, a kid. And then once again, as an adult, and there's so much more that you realize as an adult going to the parks. Cause as a kid, I mean, I went when I was like maybe 12, I don't have memories of riding this attraction. So I don't know if I even did like my memories all come from, um, you know, Rock and Roller Coaster being the first roller coaster I ever re- rode that had loop de loops, or uh, uh, Rock it's a, and Roller uh, Coaster
1: was the first roller coaster you ever rode. That's a tongue twister and a half.
0: Oh yeah, uh, the Bugs Life show at Animal Kingdom. It's tough to be a bug. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, Mission Space, where my sister almost passed out because she wasn't, she was getting claustrophobic. Those are the things that kind of stuck with me. I don't remember riding this attraction, so I don't know if I did as a kid, but as an adult, there's so much that you pick up on. The, the little, like, it's the Disney magic of making something that works for all ages, where for kids, it's, it's whatever it is. It's, you know, ghosts and spookies and ah. And for adults, there's a lot of, like, adult humor that's hidden behind some of these moments that I think is a lot of fun. Oh, and yeah, the way like that the, they explore that in this episode is really great.
1: There's like a half a dozen sex jokes in Haunted Mansion that you that's don't generous. know if you don't know.
0: Or like, that's a conservative estimate.
1: Yeah, and that's not including, for what it's worth, the graveyard in Disney World, which is one of the most memorable things about this for me. Um, if you watch the episode, which I'm assuming y'all did because we just said screw it, full spoilers. Um, like, I don't no think we evidence.
0: ever said that, but like, you, if you know, you know. Also, this is we're talking.
1: History. It's
0: not. There's no plot. It's it's, it's a documentary.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, the thing I love, like Disney, um, Disney saw the success behind the original Honda Mansion in California, and immediately that was going to be in Florida. That was going to be in the Florida project. That was going to be in Liberty Square. It is the thing to do in Liberty Square. Hey, except for the Hall of Presidents. And uh, excuse me. I actually don't
0: think it's, I don't know if it's there anymore. But my I favorite part—I I mean, my favorite part of Liberty Square is uh, what, the Country Bear Jamboree. God no. It's the um, great moments in history with the Muppets. Is
1: that still there?
0: I don't know.
1: Because I've—I've seen that, the Muppets around. I didn't.
0: They took something. it out. They was there when I was there in twenty eighteen. I think they took it out when COVID hit. I don't know if it's come back or not.
1: Yeah. The Muppets deserve far more park representation than they get. Um, but that's, that's a conversation for another time. Um,
0: yeah. It looks like it was put, Muppets. or I mean, Wikipedia says closing date. Um, yeah. Closed for good in February, 2020. So that makes me real sad.
1: Rip. So yeah, the, the, the most important thing to do in Liberty, in Liberty Square, Haunted Mansion. Haunted Mansion. Um. I love Liberty Square. Right? That's
0: no, it's Frontierland. Okay, good. I, I, I just love the idea of it having to be themed based on the land that it's in as well. Because I mean, in in California, it's in
1: um, New Orleans Square.
0: New Orleans Square, Liberty Square in, in Orlando. It's in Fantasyland. In was it Paris? I think.
1: In uh, no Paris is the Frontierland one.
0: Oh, Paris was Frontierland. Fan- yeah, I was in Fantasyland. I think in.
1: That Tokyo. Like
0: no, it or was maybe Tokyo.
1: Maybe it was
0: Tokyo. Yeah. I don't think there is a haunted mansion at Shanghai.
1: Yeah, because it's just there in the Tokyo one. And if you look at like the map that they put up in the episode, it's hilarious because there's it's a small world, which is this bright, happy, beautiful ride. Don't there's forget Dumbo.
0: Mansion. Dumbo's right there.
1: We don't talk about Dumbo.
0: So what you, wh- okay, hold on. What issue do you have with Dumbo in the parks?
1: It's not that I have an issue with Dumbo. I have an issue with spinning rides.
0: Uh you're one of those kind of I can't of handle it. Oh, I love me a good spinning ride. You, You and my wife would get along. She hates them too, but I'm like, no, we're going to ride Dumbo. We have to ride Dumbo. And then we rode Dumbo in the... The Dumbo we got in wouldn't raise or lower, and she was upset. Honestly, so Dumbo—it's Dumbo Dumbo kind,
1: of, kind of Dumbo in particular—is just kind of boring to me, and the same goes for the Magic Carpets, which is the exact same ride, just different theme.
0: But it has a spinning camel.
1: There is one ride, though, that I hate more than anything in the world. I mean, it's the teacups, right? It's the teacups. <laughs> yeah, I figured as much. I have never puked from a roller coaster except for the teacups. Teacups are not a roller coaster, so that, well,
0: that uh, from, still holds from an choice.
1: amusement attraction. Okay. Except for the teacups.
0: So what I'm hearing is that when you and I go to a theme park and we ride those, I have to spin it as fast as I possibly can.
1: i tell you what. I will ride it with you just for you. Just okay. for yeah, you. I appreciate that. We'll see how I do afterwards. I might need a second afterwards. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fair enough. On no. Mansion. Let's get back to talking about the Bringing it back to the
1: themes, though, again. of... One of my personal goals as, like, a Disney fan is I want to see these other Haunted Mansions. I've only ever been. Yeah, I've been to Disneyland and I've been to Disney World. The Frontierland one especially, like, Mystic Manor obviously is a bucket list item. Like, not even the entirety of the park, which I still want to go see, but Mystic Manor alone is a bucket list item.
0: Yeah, that like attraction action. will likely never leave that park or that side of the world. Like maybe if they build a new park or a new gate, they'll add it. But it's very much, yeah, it's like the next generation of Haunted Mansion. I, I cannot wait to try it as well. Mm-hmm. I'm with you on that one. Yeah,
1: I think that was the, f- don't quote me on this, but I think that was the first time they did the ride li- the trackless rides list.
0: I don't know if that or Remy in uh, Paris in opened Paris. first, but I'll look it up.
1: It was either that or Beauty and the Beast or something. Over there, though, I know was the first time. Um, but bringing it back to Paris, the idea of like, yeah, people like to be scared and we don't necessarily want a super funny haunted mansion. We want to be terrified by the end of this thing. I want to see what that is like so, so badly. And if you have experienced this, please let me know how it is because I want to know, I want to go Mitch. I want to go to Paris.
0: Uh, okay. So yeah, I think Mystic Manor opened in 2013 and one year later at Disneyland Paris Ratatouille opened. Um, I want to add to what you were saying though, because our, my original plan, like we got married in 2020, the year where no one was able to do anything ever. And our uh, original plan was to honeymoon in Europe. And I told my wife, look, you can pick anywhere you want to go in Italy, in, in France, anywhere. I will spend whatever it takes to get us to Europe. I'll do whatever you want to do. You give me two days at Walt Disney World or Walt Disney Studios Park in Disneyland Paris or at Disneyland Paris and then Walt Disney Studios Park, the two uh, the two gates there. And you can have literally anything else you want from our honeymoon. And that was the goal. And then the world said, no, nah, you don't need to go to Europe. You need to stay in your in your bedroom for 12 to 16 months. I'm just like, all right, great. But that that is still the plan. So. Hopefully California is in the cards for next year. And then once we get to do save up and do our real honeymoon, probably I'm going to guess our maybe fifth wedding anniversary would make a lot of sense for that. Give us more time to save up for a real good trip. Um, Disneyland Paris. Here we come.
1: Yeah. I had a, um, along those lines, um, I graduated in 2020. That's right, folks. That's the age gap here.
0: Um, I hate you, but it's fine.
1: (laughs) No, like one of my plans was to, Go to go on like a two week vacation, like something I've never done. Uh, And I was going to go over to Tokyo, hang out in Japan for a while, go to Disney Tokyo, then go over and do Disney Shanghai and Disney Hong Kong and then come back.
0: Yeah, those really have to be one trip because it is so expensive to get over to Asia.
1: Mm -hmm. That flight is a killer. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Uh, But bringing it back, yeah, obviously we want to see these rides. These rides are, I think that's one of the coolest things about it, is just how special the Haunted Mansion is. And it's it's a pop culture icon outside of anything the Disney parks have done. It is its own thing. It's as much of an icon as the Jungle Cruise is.
0: It made a damn movie out of it. And regardless how you feel about the Eddie Murphy-led Haunted Mansion movie, it just goes to show the... The impact that this attraction has had on entertainment and on like, there's so much that this ride did for the first time in terms of, you know, that variety of ride vehicle, the idea of having something spooky and silly, just this, this like two-toned approach that really played off well in that attraction. We've seen done, you know, time and time again across multiple parks and no one does it quite like Disney.
1: I mean, we're getting a remake of that movie, even with like an amazing cast. Who's so in the
0: Who's in the new one? I so they
1: haven't announced everyone, but so far they've announced Tiffany Haddish, Owen Wilson, Rosario Dawson, and Danny DeVito. Oh. Yeah, uh, it. I I can't wait to see what happens here. I. I unabashedly love the Haunted Mansion. I, I think I've made that very, very clear. This this episode was just... It was perfect. It felt like a celebration of the, of the ride. And if every episode, like the next... How many episodes is this? Ten? If the next eight episodes are like that, I can't wait to hang out with you next week as well.
0: And do remember, we will need to take a break in there to get to all the Hawkeye goodness, but we will definitely, once Hawkeye wraps assuming Disney doesn't give us something else that immediately follows Hawkeye, which is exactly what I'm expecting them to do of two weeks after Hawkeye finishes that Miss Marvel will start in the new year. But until we know that for sure, the plan is that you'll get all that behind the attraction goodness sandwiched around what should be a wonderful time with Hawkeye.
1: Yeah. We are going to keep doing this every week, folks. So please keep an eye out for us on streaming platforms. Please Please tell your friends. I mean, that's how podcasts live and die. The shorter form, hanging out, having a good time, talking about a show. This, this is so much fun. And I know we both really love doing this. And we thank you very much for listening. Um, we could not do this without your support. Mitch, if, uh, if people want to keep up with us, where can people find us?
0: Find us all over the Twitterverse and other platforms. Presumably, eventually, we'll start you know doing things in other places at d plus us and you can find griffin all over the internet at griffy d pad that's g-r-i-f-f-i-d-p-a-d you can find me everywhere you can at mr mitch george that's m-r mitch george or mitchgeorge.com for all the links i think i hit everything so why don't you take us home
1: like you said thank you thank you thank you for listening um i tried to say it at the end of the episode i'm i was bad about it for a little while and i'm getting back to it If we made your day a little bit better, that was the point of this show. We hope you're having a fantastic day. And if you're not, we did a little thing that we could do to help you out. We'll see y'all next week. Uh, Keep an eye out for the next normal episode of the show where we'll be talking about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. And until next time, have a magical day.